Chapter 12, and now we're going to talk about successful ads as they apply to the branding. And this is final messaging in a specific uh, or more advanced messaging techniques, really, if you want to think of it that way. Uh, if you go to slide number five, it talks about successful ads create emotional connection with the brand. And we'd speak, spoken earlier about those bundle of tangible and intangible things, the intangible things being feelings about a brand uh, that are invoked. And those things trigger that emotional response in the customer to remind them to buy, to make them feel like this is something they want to buy. Um, instead of just pushing them and trying to get them to just do what you want them to do, you're, you're trying to make them understand that there's something in it for them. In a nutshell, that's what we get to. I'd like to give you an alternate way of thinking of this too. And look at most advertising and when you see it, that many things trigger one of three emotions, either fear, hope, or love, actually. And, and when it comes to matters of uh, sexuality, we talk about sex cells, um, I will just lump that largely under the area of love. So people say, well, that, that's the thing people are pushing. And again, as we talked about with branding, there's different levels of meaning and it's the same with any other advertising so let's talk about it uh, if you go to a dating site is that about love hope or fear well almost a trick question because actually depends on the ad and uh, it depends on what that particular brand is trying to or the ad is trying to invoke about that brand so for example um, fear could be triggered as in think for a second Right. The answer might be fear of being alone. So someone goes to the site and tries to find someone that they can spend their time with compatibly. Um, or it could be the quest for love, which is the obvious one. Um, or it could be even somewhat hope, like I am hopeful to find someone to spend time with. And different uh, demographics uh, segments are targeted in different ways this way. So and I've already given you my opinion about demographics versus psychographics. So uh, if you're not sure, you can go back to previous podcasts about some interesting, I hope, thoughts there. But when you talk about other things, for example, so I've noticed that um, advertising targeted at buying life insurance is typically targeted at males uh, with young children and their responsibility. Well, let's talk about that. So um, do women need life insurance? Absolutely. If you've got children, and you've got dependents, people that are responsible to you, you probably need life insurance. It's something that everybody understands that nobody really wants to talk about, but, but it's important. Um, and so that could be even if you're in your early 20s or younger and you've got children, you've got to think about providing for them in case something happens. So love, hope, or fear. And these ads, if you have a look at them, well, if you do a quick Google search and start looking around, you'll notice that most of them are targeted at males at about the age of 30-ish, a little younger or a little older, maybe into their mid-40s or even early 50s. And most of the ads that you'll see, uh, if you're, you're looking around, are things like they'll show a child and then they'll say, who's going to take care of me when you're gone? And obviously, well, hopefully there would be another partner there to take care of the child. <laughs> but um, what they mean is the financial side. And it's meant to have that emotional trigger. And of the three, love, hope, or fear, think about it. I won't answer. I have an opinion, but I'd like you to think about in that situation. So this is the type of thinking that ad managers need to, to do. 
It's not just about the fancy creatives or even about the budgeting that we've talked about. All things are very important. Uh, but how do you trigger that brand, uh, that part of the emotions? Um, as you go through, think about that. And this is the way that advertising people that want to be effective have to start thinking. Okay, let's talk about uh, executive um, executional format, sorry, uh, frameworks. Lifestyle framework shows the product fits in your life. These are, these are constructs that we use to try to get people to realize um, how it fits. Something I don't know if I've said in a podcast yet, but which you hopefully have picked up, is that people tend to buy because of an emotion and they use logic to back up their or justify their decisions. Okay, So frameworks help them to justify the idea of making a purchase. So lifestyle framework uh, shows how the product fits into your life. There's a logic to it. Scientific framework uses research and evidence to show the brand's superiority over the other brands. That, by the way, doesn't mean that you're selling a scientific or tech product. It just means we're using using that framework to try to get people to say, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, So these are some some of the basic ideas of how they go. And again, it doesn't have to be just lifestyle. It could be any of the, or, or even a scientific method. But whatever framework you're using, keep that in mind as well. One last thing I want to mention also is the spokesperson testimonial framework. If you go down a little bit further, uh, we see everything from the man on the street, quote unquote, or the person on the street to celebrities. So someone against that reference group, either a re- part of a reference group you feel you are a part of or one you want to be a part of. Um, so think about that. So like if someone wants, if someone feels they identify with the person in the, uh, in the ad that's using the product, either from an age standpoint or, um, or a gender or um, you know, socioeconomic status, whatever it is, um, if it's or or even career, so you see a student, and if you're a student, you identify with that person as a student, even if nothing else. So that's one area, but maybe it's someone you want to identify with. Maybe it's a specific type of student. Maybe you want to go to grad school at Harvard, and you so you start seeing references to that, and that's important to you. It's something you're aspiring to. So um, think about that too. That's part of a framework. Uh, someone uh, star power, for example. It's kind of interesting too. We talked about this in a previous podcast. You know, if you if you associate, if you see Brad Pitt wearing a Rolex, does it matter to you? Will you buy a Rolex because of that? Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But the fact is, that people pay for they pay Brad Pitt to endorse such things. Um, if he does, and I don't pay enough attention to him to know exactly what he's endorsing these days. But point being. Uh, If you see a star, you see somebody doing a certain thing, uh, wearing a certain item, using a certain item, uh, the idea is that you'll hopefully be influenced if that person is important to you. If this framework of being attached uh, to aspiring to that celebrity's uh, status or their, uh, even just being kind of in their presence or just even what sometimes are called the halo effect of just being associated with that person you really like that celebrity, so you're going to pay attention to their cause that they're supporting, or you're going to pay attention to the things they wear or the things they drive or the things that they promote as being cool and that you associate with them and, ready, their personal brand. So you see how it all ties in different places.
that's the end of this podcast. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing more of your work on the discussions as we continue to work with them and to work on that final paper or project.